It's episode four of the official Glasgow International Comedy Festival podcast, sponsored by Sparkling Studios. We have been hearing from acts who are performing at this year's festival, and today my guests are the wonderful Susan Riddle. You'll be hearing from Bruce Devlin and Jojo Sutherland, and also Mr. Stephen Halkett and his kids' show. Uh, welcome to the official Glasgow International Comedy Festival podcast. Uh, my guest at this time is a star of stage and screen and the radio. Uh, is the wonderful Susan Riddle. Uh, she has a show at the Glasgow International Comedy Festival at Sloan's Bar on March the 20th at 7 o'clock. So, Susan, hello. Hi, Scott. How are you? Oh, we're, not, we're not too bad. I don't know why I'm shouting at you. You're across a desk <laughs> for me, right? <laughs> we've started recording. I've suddenly went into, hi. It's, it's, just used to shouting at audiences. And, and that's that, just scream, screaming at folk. So, this is the official Glasgow Comedy Festival podcast. Uh, welcome on the show so you are at the you're at Sloan's I on am. the 20th aye uh, this is a work in progress show is this aye I think everybody's show is a work in progress at this point <laughs> I, <laughs> um, I think aye so this is a work in progress I've, I've, like because obviously we all do it to take a show to the fringe yes uh-huh. so this will be the first fringe in what, like two years now because aye. of the well I didn't take part in the last one they did put the fringe on but it was like kind of scaled down aye it it was a kind of half fringe so I mean which I don't know what a half fringe looks like I just the the one my dad cut me when I was (laughs) (laughs) couldn't get to the hairdresser I'm sure it's probably very popular (laughs) the the school of art that half fringe (laughs) 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 something like that Um, so I guess how how many fringe runs have you Edinburgh fringe runs have you done you know a couple two or three well Right, this is what happened. The, f- the very first one was like, do you remember CKP? Yes. So they're no longer, in, you know. Uh, it's I, like a, an agency. They asked me to take part in a compilation show that they used to do called Lunchtime Special. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I did that. So I was doing like 15 minutes and I had just started. That's right. Cause oh, it, yeah. it was terrible. So it was. Because <laughs> they were like, we got 15 minutes of material. And I was like, aye. But I was only doing like five spots and stuff. And I had five, literally had five, five minutes. minutes. Aye. Uh, so I just kind of get flung in at the deep end and so I, I will do it and then just kind of died on my ass every day. So that was but it's, nice. But it's, but it's the best. It's the best way to learn. Training. Uh, tra- I, I know it's, a, it's the best training because I well, that um, and it's it's the joy of did you commute every day or did you stay through the? No, the I stayed through there because that's been I was we were just talking about this. Uh, and my ex boyfriend stays in life. Right, and right. We had just started seeing each other, so I was like, I'll just stay with you. It was like a studio, like apartment honest to god man it was like and he was six four and i'm right. pure tall as well and it was fucking tiny <laughs> are you allowed to swear on this is that all right, all right. it was tiny it was like try it was like a game of tetris trying to move around the place <laughs> um so i stayed with him which saved me a lot of money um but mentally <laughs> no, <laughs> time for it time for it i know that's it there's, yeah, there's no such thing as a free lunch oh, you know, yeah, what I mean? no, that is no, exactly because i like I, I I used to stay through as well, but then the last last two f- fringe runs I'd done, uh, I I was commuting uh-huh. and all that. What am I doing this? Uh, Why am I paying? It's quite dear, I know. I, I, well, that's it. I, it's, I mean, it's, it's no as dear as staying there because because no. you'll jack the prices up and stuff. But 
but it, I but there's something I don't I think there's something good about if you're staying you can you just hand over that lump of money and then just forget about aye, it. But aye. it's that every day. I don't understand how folk commute. You know, I'm paying f- fourteen quid. I think for people to ignore me. Aye, aye. Do you know what I think about? But like, because it's not even that long a journey. It's only what like forty five minutes uh-huh, or something. Uh-huh. But people feel London do that all the time. I know. Like every day, uh-huh. and I'm like, what a miserable existence. <laughs> <I know. laughs> like, and, that's and you horrible. Wonder, you wonder why they're you know, pricks. <laughs> <laughs> not at all. <laughs> well, I we, we love our like London <laughs> friends. You know, uh, we love our <laughs> London friends. I'm uh, just back for London. What I mean is, like, on public transport, the way yeah. people just barge on and stuff like that it's just like you can understand why they get to that uh-huh. point oh yeah it would drive you absolutely insane and, right. and then because like i mean i particularly the french i enjoy a late night Aye. and i always put a late night show on anyway right because i'm a night owl Aye. so you get done with that train because you cannot because you, right. you can't get a return the next day you've got to, it's full That's it's full right. whack Aye. so it is so inevitably i then find myself on a bus at five in the morning. Right, I'm going to say that you getting oh, the bus. <laughs> get, getting going back through it. Stephen, and then you're you're walking through Glasgow at nine in the morning. You'd have been better off getting like now the mega bus. Just like, can I just stay in the stay, lo- luggage I, compartment? I, I know. <laughs> just, I, that's, that's probably nicer than half of the flats to get. Just you let anyway. me. Just let me bed down. I'll be all right. I'll be fine. <laughs> But uh, so so that was that so that, that compilation was your uh, Aye, that it was, was your, my, your that first. That was my first go at it, and I had. Honestly, like, I'd say uh, uh, all the shows, they probably had about, like, five good shows out of, like, the full run, which was, like, one of the ones that my agent, who I'm new with, came, came to see. <laughs> so <Good>. it kind of opened me. That's all right. That's just never saw the other 20 terrible shows. <laughs> <laughs> just having a good day. Um, so it was worth it. And then, so uh, the next year, uh, me and my pal did a... Uh, it was called Two for Joy. It was me and my pal Steph Todd with the same agent, and we just did like half an hour each. Right. And that was so, it was a free fringe right. at Hanover Tap um, in the New Town. And honestly, I had the time of my life. I said, it's brilliant. And there's nothing better if you do get, if you get a good fringe run. Aye. Do you know, and you, you feel like the, you know, the tanger queen of it the world sort of thing. Because, like, like, by that time, you had, I had enough material. That was like developed and stuff. Uh, I was doing it with my pal. Yeah. It was busy. I yeah. don't know why. Um, and it was at five o'clock. So like, oh, you're up the road. Dream, oh, right? I know. That's you're up the road. It was a dream. And then the next year I was back to being fucking d- terrible. <laughs> so, <laughs> Not at all. I look back at that one I did with my pal. Like, oh, see, this is what I think though. So like, it's too. Lo- I just think, like, who wants to listen to anybody for an hour? I know. Right? <laughs> so why don't we all just double up with each other? You've got a wee pal there. Yeah, uh-huh. I know it's half the money, but like, you're not making any money anyway. anyway like, so <laughs> I know, I know, half or nothing is nothing. So, I <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, that's that. But see, I'm over long, so I'm like that. I know it's not enough. Oh, people, really? People, I, oh my god! People need no. to hear more. Because <laughs> <laughs> that, that's the only time MD listens to me. Do you know what I mean? And so I try to maximise. Because <laughs> you live alone. <laughs> I, I know. Well, that's that. I have myself rattling about the house. But, I see that's. That, you need to start doing like live streaming and all that. Oh, like, just, that, if you want to just like, go on and on and on. That's, I, well, that's that, the thing. maybe that's the way to do that. But I know, I know, I know. I don't fancy to see that just. Cause I was watching Louis Theroux the other week and he had one of these sort of right wing streamers and the oh, guy's no. talking for like five hours, right? Aye. Oh, no, I'm I, I know, and I'm, I mean, 
But I suppose if you're just spouting sort of racist filth, <laughs> you can go on and on. If you're just angry at everything, do you know what Aye, I mean? Then I suppose, it, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to stay sort of quite kind of upbeat, do you know Aye. what I mean? But uh, See, that's my problem. I'm just not really angry about much. I'm just quite, I'm too chilled out. <laughs> just, I don't care. Do. And, like, I just, that's even like, I did a work in progress in Leicester the other day and it was supposed to last for like an hour but then I just said to the audience after and it was gone alright as well but after about 50 minutes I was like we just just this? all go as if like I was letting them be like <laughs> early for school or something <laughs> <laughs> let them with the class early <laughs> probably I'm just got up the road just and they're like aye aye we'll a good time aye uh, but let's just go <laughs> I might I, I, at the fringe one year at the Gilded Balloon I'm sure it was was it, 20, was it 2010 right and I uh, there was two folk that had already seen the show come in, right? Aye. There was a guy came in who thought I would be able to sell him weed, right? <laughs> <laughs> Based purely on my poster, right? <laughs> what was that? poster? <laughs> it, was a, it was a poster. It was me. It was, called, it, was, it, was, it was Pride in the name of Love, the show was called. Right. And it was a picture of me with a picture of Raoul Moat, right? If you remember oh, Raoul Moat. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I can't quite remember why he was involved in that poster, but he was anyway. It was just, me just trying to be controversial, aye, right? Aye. And then two of my pals rocked up, and I'm like, and it was the night of this, uh, the Gilded Balloon, So You Think You're Funny party. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, that, right, well, these two have come back. They've already seen it. You're looking for weed. You two are my <laughs> pals. And I'm like, that. Mon will just go up to the party, right? Let's, I went and if I went so, and, and I don't know Karen Corn knows this. I, was like, I went, but Karen will kick my Karen will kick my boss if she knows I've done half the show. I went, so you've got to stay with me until half past. So really, until half past eleven. You right? just like sell it as a kind of a like you know, like an, an art show, or oh, take you out and have an interactive oh, experience. I, I, one of these, I, like, it's an immersive, aye, you know, an immersive like thing. Theatre, like, like, like <laughs> breaking down the fourth wall. Well, that was it. I was like, you can, you, you'll get to see like actual famous comedians that will be out there. I'm like, look there. <laughs> like there's Dara our brain. You're just like, let's all just go for a drink. Well, that's what I've done. I know. Well, <laughs> that's kind of my dream. I quite fancy. I mean, I'll not make any money, and I probably can't do it now, given <laughs> my health. But oh God, I'm a baby. Finish me off. But I was thinking of just getting see like one of the see just one of the wee kind of picnic tables, right? Aye. And just selling. You've really thought about this. I have, right? <laughs> I have thought about this, and I'm like, you know, sit with me for a, an hour. And look, and you could sell five tickets, so that's fifty pound. You could do that a few times a day. That's, so just paying people, no, well, people paying you. Ah, ten, ten they've, they've got to buy my pint, right, and they've got to, and they buy their own pint. Is that and we just sitting to the cud. I think that would be nice. Aye, and then you could like do like a podcast. Aye, that's brilliant. That's a I brilliant think, idea. I know, but I, I don't know if I. I mean, I would. I'd, I'd be soused. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> it sounds like a good idea and. Theory, but in practice, you probably get arrested. <laughs> I know. I, I don't know what I, I think. I might, I don't know. I'll investigate that because it saves you having to rent a, a, a space. You don't just need a, a sound table. tech. You just the only a, thing is, I might buy get, mine. I if it's like a pick, but what if it's raining? Ah, well, there we go. But it could be like indoors, outdoors. Listen, like, <laughs> did you see the places folk were doing gigs during that lockdown? Aye, just because I don't know, but like. How like, we got into the lockdown? <laughs> I was the one of these folk. I've just, like, oh, I need to be back on a stage. Oh, it's no, my no. life, and I'm like, sitting your ass. No, do it. honestly, you've been given this like golden opportunity <laughs> to do fuck all. Just <laughs> <laughs> need to grab it with both hands. It's never going to happen again, probably. It's never happened. Well, that's. I mean, when else were you told to just 
Sitting your ass. I know. Like, and people can't do it. I don't no. understand people like that. No. That's, I'm really good at it. <laughs> I, well, I, well I, I found that actually, see if they just hermetically sealed the door and i never seen anybody else ever again, I'd have been quite happy. I, was, uh-huh. I mean, I know I love you, Zon, and the rest of it, but, but I, 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 I really, I really enjoyed it. But then my mum, she went, of course you'd be good. She went, of course you'd be good at this. She went, because, so, see, when you were a wee boy, she went, I would just sit you, like, if I had my housework <laughs> today, I would, just, I would just sit you like, in the living room and give you a wee car. She went, and I could go away and do all my housework and come back three years later and you hadn't moved, you were sitting <laughs> playing, your, playing your wee car. She went, your sister, she went, she'd have been climbing up the, you know, the curtains within ten minutes, you couldn't keep your eyes off her. Is so your sister older or younger than younger. you? Younger. Younger. She's younger. Is it just the two years? Aye, just the two years. Yeah, no, because I was like, you're a middle child, because that's like a middle child thing, thing. like to just pure, be content with yourself, because oh. I'm a middle child. Oh, right, right, you, so you're aye. quite... Oh, aye, aye. Quite like, same. I got covid uh, just before Christmas, so I had to like uh, isolate during Christmas okay. and on Christmas oh, Day. Oh, did you? Did you? I, and it was brilliant. I loved it. <laughs> <laughs> I loved it. It was the best 10 days of my life because it was like lockdown, only like I was staying with my ma during lockdown, so it was just just me, just me. Uh, um, and uh, what do you call it? So, what happened on Christmas? My ma and all that just stayed around the corner for me. My okay. brother, we all stay like walking distance for each other. And my brother's a chef, so my sister's a pastry chef. So, the food's always pure banging. Bit banging. Listen, if there's, <laughs> if, if there's not enough about Susan, you know. <laughs> I'll send you some up. I know. If there's any, if there's no enough reason to date Susan, then that's it. You're going to get a cracking Christmas dinner. Do you know what I mean? Exactly. Well, what they did was they just sent my dinner in. Like they just dropped it off at the door because it was at this time where like you were isolating, isolating. Oh, you were not. Aye, and then um, uh, so I just went on Zoom, no Zoom, FaceTime. They put me on an iPad at the Christmas table. (laughs) (laughs) I was just like eating my dinner, just watching everything. (laughs) <laughs> and then after that, I was like, right, bye. Like, no having to deal with, like, any of the Waynes or any of, like, my nieces and nephews all gone mental. I was like, right, see you later. Literally just turn, I, turn I them off if <laughs> they just disappears. No, I, 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 had, I had one Christmas with my Todd. It was one of the years I was having... Which was one of my troubled years. Oh, no, you know, one of the troubled years, and you, you like you fell out with everybody and told everybody to go and take a look at I'm sure I, I, no, no. No, no. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> I just, I just. But it's yet to come. Yet to come. And I just moved into the flat I was in, and there was, it was bare floorboards, oh <laughs> wallpaper hanging off, and there was a tin of tomato soup and a microwave. Like my, <laughs> microwavable lasagna. That was my Christmas dinner. But by God, it was peaceful, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> uh, peace to all men. Peace to um, all men. No, was it was it grim? But no, was it was it all right? <laughs> it, I've probably made it sound grimmer than it was. I mean, it, and, and in hindsight, you go, oh, that, that was a kind of. But at the time, I was quite, I was quite happy in my misery. Aye, Do you know aye. what I mean? I was really Just enjoying. Uh huh. I did they fucking love. Name day, was me. Name day, came near me this Christmas. <laughs> Do you know what? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that's brilliant! Uh, so, so what, what is what, what what is your show about? Have you got a kind of an idea yet? I know over. Ah, it keeps changing all the right, time. Right. <laughs> uh, it keeps changing when I'm like trying out stuff. I'm like, oh well, that's no funny. So yeah. I need to get that. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, do you know what? See the whole because I've like just made a a flyer 
I'm going to fly her because I'm doing for Brady's tour support. Oh, brilliant! So right. I'm like, if I can fly her her audience and maybe get some of them to come to Marshall. Perfect. Um, so I'm getting flyers. So I thought I'll need to get like a good because you know working progresses are usually quite boring posters. And aye, well, how, how and would that. you? Aye, but my pal Chris Thorburn, you know Chris. Yeah, yeah, aye, Chris aye. is great. Aye, he's hilarious. Okay. Um, I'll tell you a story. story. I've got a Chris story. <laughs> right, sorry. Oh, it's alright. Right. I'll, I'll get back. I know. You, I'm supposed to be interviewing you. Because <laughs> <laughs> I want to hear the Chris story. Right. He's such a nice guy. So, right, here, well, how, so last Christmas, no Christmas there. Christmas Aye. TV, right? So my my youngest uh, nephew Jude, right? Aye. I had wanted um like he wanted these kind of light up trainers for Aye. his Christmas, right? Aye. But Wayne's been Wayne's. He. Opened a cupboard and found these trainers. So, oh. so my sister's like that. Right, come did for school, and we just bounced about, and she's like, ah, what, what are you doing with wearing them? Uh, so she's like, ah, right, well, you've got nothing for Christmas. What do you want? What does Santa want? Uh, and he's like, I want that home alone thing. Right, he wanted to be talk boy. Right, what's that? Remember the wee thing um, you could record your voice on and oh, play right. it back, oh, right? Oh, aye, 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 like in the film, like... In the movie, aye, aye, uh-huh. So aye. the wee Home Alone talk boy, it's just like that. It's a 30-year-old film, right? <laughs> <laughs> These things don't exist. Why, oh why does this Wayne keep on making Christmas impossible for, right? <laughs> so I, I was on Facebook like, just in the off chance, does it MD happen to you <laughs> where you could get a, 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 a Home Alone talk boy, right? I didn't even know that's what it was called. I, 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 I talk, I, so it was like a, an Alan Partridge thing? Yeah. Like, talks into it, we record these shows. Yes, uh-huh. <laughs> I, I, it's essentially a dictaphone, do you know what I mean? And Chris Thorburn, he came up with the goods. No, he went, I've got one that's in the, the loft, I'll go and look it out. Oh my but of course God. it was in lockdown, so we then had this kind of really dodgy meeting. In, in Glasgow Green, right? <laughs> Exchanging things in the park because oh, we couldn't get into Andy's house. Like so. sit on a bench and put it down and then walk away. Like as a big spy film. <laughs> 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 oh, right. That's uh, just like so nice. But like I was, he goes out his wife, are you? Uh, really nice. Because uh, he actually, he gave me the idea for it to call, right, so you know how it's a work in progress? Yes. WIP, WIP. Uh-huh. Uh, so I've called it WIP, WIP, WIP. Like Caldi B's whap, 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 uh, get a bucket and a mop for this. Right, right. Right. <laughs> but it was Chris that tweeted that like ages ago, and I texted him, like, Are you ever going to use that? Like for any of your shows? And he's put on. I, I think it's for, like one of the best things I've <laughs> ever heard. I was like, Can I use it for my show? And he's put I of course you can. I was like, I'll give you credit whenever I can. Like, I'm not stealing your joke, but I was put it just needs to happen. So that's my so that's my wee uh, flyer thing. So I'm going to I've superimposed my head onto Cardi B's body. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to do the one where she's like doing the splits across a, a chair with her arse out, but her, her head was in the wrong direction. <laughs> <laughs> that was so. the only reason that image was deemed unsuitable. <laughs> Aye, so uh, it's another one where it's more kind of a like, PG image. Right. But if you can, like, whaps go any PG bits in it. But um, <laughs> it's funny, but because I've got like a whole joke at the start about whap now. Uh-huh. Um, which will never be any use for anything else that I'm doing, and like, will use up like a chunk of my work in progress for the show. For the show that it doesn't, I, that, and it, I'm just like, why am I working so hard on this joke that, that I'll never use again? Again, I know. <laughs> other than this one night, I, but you, I don't. But 
you'll surprise yourself. It'll come up at some point. Do you know what I mean? Maybe right. I. Uh, but but not, I'm never going. I'm never going to have this show whip whap again. No. Do you know what I mean? So well. it's just. I'm just like. It's just well, it's a way of procrastinating actually t- writing what you like, need to write. I, need to write uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> I, I, I do that all the time. It's amazing. Like like my house can end up with a tip. Oh mine's is a tip uh, until I need to write something. Do you know what I mean? Oh, aye. do you know what? I think I'll maybe do you know what I, mean? I think I'll maybe I'll, I'll get that grout and cleaned. Do you know what I mean? Um because you've got something to write. Uh, no, but I used to do that and I've just stopped tidying and on it. I just don't do anything. <laughs> Listen, I'm not going to, listen, you're talking to the man in Tepai, after he did his heart attack, Tepai crime scene cleaners to come to his house. I'm not even joking. It'd get that bad. Like, talk oh, about falling into misery and depression. Like, I'm just not putting rubbish out anywhere, you know. Like, Organising milk cartons by, by date. You know? <laughs> holding, just put holding shit. <laughs> Do you know, I've noticed that I kind of hold things because I'm guilty about plastic. See, like flinging plastic out. Uh, that, that's that's, and that's so a good. I'll kind of hold some plastic in case it's. I and then I'm just. I bet like, you reuse that and I, you'll never reuse it. I I've got like a bag, like loads of keep getting plastic bags and then like because I forget my bag for life uh-huh. or whatever, and then there's just a cupboard full of bags and I'm just like they'll just need to stay there forever uh-huh. so that they don't go into like the ocean. So, <laughs> <laughs> so you don't affect the porpoise life. Do you know what I mean? Like, just, uh-huh. So yeah, what? Because I'm also meant to congratulate you on yeah, your on your your series. Oh, uh, my dregs. Uh, on BBC Three, was aye. it? Aye. aye, aye. So that's just been something I've been working on for years and years. Um, it just like, I've always, I never wanted to do stand-up. I always wanted to just like write a sitcom. Right, okay. And now I've ended up doing stand-up and then being in the sitcom and all, which is just hell on earth. Like, great <laughs> action and stuff. But, but I th- you came across... It's very, very naturalistic, and and, and it was watched, funny, you know. Myself. And the chemistry between you and Janie was. Aye, Janie's Janie, brilliant. Janie played your Janie Godley Aye. played your mum. Janie Godley played my mum. Darren Brownlee played my pal, and um, Karen Dunbar played my boss Aye. as well. I love Karen Dunbar. Right, because Karen is just. I love Janie and I love Darren as well, but see. Meeting Karen because I met Jenny uh-huh. again, you know what I mean? And I hadn't met Darren before, I didn't, didn't know Darren. Didn't know, right. But meeting Karen Dunbar, I was going, Oh my god, like she's like pure Scottish comedy royalty, she, uh, properly, you know, and Aye. and and lovely, do you know, Aye, as well. So nice, right. so nice. I interviewed her 20 years ago, oh, what did was, you? but I, when I was when I was a journalist, you Aye. know. Oh, uh, you a journalist? That's what I, that's what I've done before. Aye. Oh my god, <laughs> before, in my previous life, do you know Aye. what I mean? And uh. And it was quite funny. I'm not saying how would you put it, but I was a journalist to her, right? Aye. So she wasn't guarded. She was lovely, but she kind of. And then, like years later, I was doing a Stonewall fundraiser aye. with her. So I was an actor, right? Aye, aye. And she's like, "Oh, mine!" And I was like, "Oh, we met years ago." I mind that, you know. Like, I, but she was so warm and so lovely, aye. Aye. and it's quite fun. Like happy journalist, but I know. Got to be on your guard. Aye. Sneaky. Aye, we're sneaky. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, we're sneaky and all. Because we'll put you in like a stand up, but we'll uh, try and disguise that a wee bit so it's fine. I know. (laughs) (laughs) Aye, there's there's nothing worse. Particularly. uh, See, I I used to sort of tell what a kind of one night stand stories when I was able to have one night stands, right? (laughs) (laughs) It doesn't happen. And I remember doing a gig at the stand, and you're like, like, oh, there's about three different. Like there's th- three different 
stories Aye. sitting in the audience. I'm like, I can't do that. Can't do that. And then you tell the audience. Well, I think I acknowledged it. You're like, oh, this is different. And then I'm like, that. There's no stories. They're actual humans, Scott. Do you know what I mean? Aye, exactly. <laughs> like it's no material. It's a human being. You need like remember that. But yeah. it's just you're scrambling around for something to talk about. That's basically what my whole show is about. You know how like I'm quite boring, so it's hard to like get material and right. stuff. And I'm just like I'm just not very. I'm quite lazy, and I don't work I don't think, hard. And I think like, I, I think you, I think you're quite. In, I think you're pretty industrious. I think you've no really. You, 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 I mean, <laughs> no really. No, but you've 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 done plenty. Do you know what I mean? You've been bottom with you know, know the Burnison boys, just, and, and do you know what it is, right? I just watch like I people love watching sto- uh, sports documentaries. Right. Let's see, like uh, Michael Jordan one. Like uh, Alex Ferguson, like Ronaldo, even though he's not like he's he's oh, a <laughs> <laughs> um, like just oily kind of Allegedly. Shows. <laughs> Allegedly, yes. No, I th- oh, he, he did that thing that Prince Andrew done. I paid all he settled, he settled didn't he? Uh-huh. <laughs> 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 Make it that what you will. <laughs> um but uh, so I watch these things pure I'm pure like fascinated with these people with that drive because uh-huh. I've not got that. I, no, I get, I get that, that, that kind of burning Aye. ambition that just, I, 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 can, I get it sometimes for like half an hour. That's what it feels like. But see, because I think, I think you're either you're either built for that, right, mm-hmm. or you're not built for it. Aye. And I think, I think, I think the planet, your body, or the baby Jesus, right, whatever it is, Aye. I'll take this like. Oh, you should be looking after yourself. Go walking. Aye. I've just ripped a tendon off my foot, right? <laughs> and I'm like, and I've only been doing that so like six months to get better, and like that. So That's the baby Jesus saying you're not supposed. To. I've known folk who walked for years, Aye. never ripped a tendon off Aye. their foot. You're not supposed to do so these things. Sitting your ass. I is just like getting like pushed. Oh, sorry, <laughs> pushed back down on your ass uh-huh, <laughs> by the hand of God. <laughs> That's Sit fucking do, do your thing, you know. <laughs> <clears throat> That's funny. No, no, I know exactly what you mean. Like, it's I was actually saying this the other day because I'm a dead, scatterbrain, disorganised person. Well, you know the day I came, before, I, came <laughs> the day I came to this. Well, before I came to the interview. Okay. Uh, remember we were texting. I'm like, Scott, is it all right if I come here like a like a tramp? Uh-huh. Is this getting filmed? <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's fine. I guess right. like all right etiquette to let somebody know you're going to be up your jake, and then then it's fine. That is fine. I I don't think well what. If, one, she's no looking a jig, but oh, I, I put my gym clothes on because I'm like, I'll go to the gym after this. I won't, right? But I just <laughs> <laughs> kid myself on for a wee while longer. That, but be I'm, right. a, I'm a scatterbrain, and like, um, I just see the harder I try to be organised, uh-huh. the worse it gets. Yes, it's so I get that. against my fighting my own brain uh-huh. to like be organised. But it's, it gets worse when I try. I might as well just give in to it. Give you know in to it. What, I, I, I was saying, I was actually uh, saying this to Susan McCabe the other day. I'm like, don't see if you want me to do something. Don't tell me in advance. Like, give me five minutes and it'll get done like that. <laughs> but see if you say, oh, could you see? We'll do X and me. I don't ask me, but me ask me like two minutes. If, if you, you put it in your diary, Aye. you organise that. And then just tell me. Time to like get out of it. Uh huh. I know. <laughs> or, like panic about it, or like build it up in your head or whatever. Because well, that, that, I, I used just you know, that was. I've got months and months and months to figure a way and escape uh, from it. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> 
know exactly what you mean. That, I think that's I think that's why I like stand up as well because yeah. see this see having a job malarkey. Oh, right? Honestly. Uh, I'm, right, so when when do I know how, when, when does this finish? You know, the, you know that way. I've got a job. All right, when does it end? Never. Never. Like, is that Honest to God, I was. Who was I talking about this? Because it's like you got into stand up in like comedy because you think this will be a sky. I'll, <laughs> I'll get out of working all the time like all these other schmucks. <laughs> <laughs> but they get to clock off. Uh-huh. You're just constantly in a state of like terror, uh-huh. like of oh the gigs coming. Oh no, the gig, the gig, then the gig happens. Oh, I need to write new material. Oh, it's just like a constant. You're never off. You're no. just always and fucking. Then, and then, and then there's just the sort of traveling aspect of it as I, well. Or you know, I don't drive, so it's about well, that train being time. Well, that bus. Can I get a connection here? Can I, I connection there? Ah, you fry by yeah, the time I, you get to the uh-huh. gig. Is half the time as well. I, I did the uh, Oxford Glee uh, last. God, I don't even know what day it is. Anyway, the last weekend I was in. Um, See, trying to get there, uh, and there was all the replacement buses because of that storm. Uh-huh. See, by the time I got to the gig, I was an absolute shell. <laughs> Had a crap gig, and it was just pure. What am I doing with my life? Like, no, why did I, why did I do this? Uh, and then there's all the admin trying to organise the gigs, then, and and then having the cheek, the cheek to try and want paid. If they're down on your ass, I really should just like, <laughs> crawl away under a rock at this point. But, or, I had a pure, <laughs> I had a pure shocker um, a few weeks ago in Manchester. It was just like a wee midweek, like nothing a gig anyway, right. it didn't really matter. But they were giving us like free drink, but I don't like drinking before gigs anymore. Right. So I was like, I'll, I'll get a drink after the gig. I thought I was going to have a good one, and I was like, I'll make a wee night yet, and like uh, actually like... Have a nice night out in Manchester. To, uh, uh, so anyway, it was pure rubbish. They hated me. And then I was, after it, I was just like, I'm staying for my free drink. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I don't even care. And it was one of the ones where there wasn't a green room. You were literally at the back, at of, the the back room, of the room, sitting with the audience. Oh, lovely. I, and I was like, I don't care. I'm sitting here and I'm getting my free drink. <laughs> brass neck, don't care. <laughs> <laughs> no, because there's nothing worse. We're just going to take a short break to thank our official podcast sponsor, Sparkling Studios. I'm currently sat in their amazing studio, just a stone throw from the Barlands, and we're so thrilled that they are making this podcast happen. Whether you're looking for a studio to hire or full production and promotion, they'll create a bespoke package for you. Check out their website, all the W's, sparkling.scot, for more information. And now, back to the interview. Raymond Mearns tells a wonderful story about... How he was doing one of the cruise ships, and he just died his ass. But you're on the boat. But you're on the boat with him. He went. He went. I just ended up. I just had to stay in in my room. He went because you were you were having to eat with him. You were and at breakfast. I know. <laughs> he went, I, because you were going to breakfast. You were going to lunch. No. Going to dinner. No. And there, there's everybody just staring at you, going, "There's him that ruined my night last oh night." Oh my <laughs> god! It's like being the drunkest person on the night. Only uh, you can't even get the luxury of forgetting about it. I know. <laughs> like, <laughs> did I do? I remember every single thing I said. <laughs> um, uh, do you know that's funny? Because that Jessica is it Forsku? Yes, Jessica Forsku. She's got a whole show about that. No, the one that she because you know she won the awards. Yes, the that, the, that was it, Hench, wasn't it? Aye. So I think it was like a couple of shows before that. Uh, Jessica's um, great. Silence of the Grands or something. It was called. Right. I think it was called that, and it was about her time on a cruise ship. Cruise ship. <laughs> and just how it was just like Hayley. terrible. Right. It was really good. I, so I, she's great. I love I, Jessica. I've, I've not seen Hench, but that I, heard, I saw that one. Ah, so, so, so uh, 
Did you were saying you weren't supposed to be a stand up, you wanted to be a you know you want to write a sitcom. So Aye. what was your kind of how did you find your way? Oh god. Right, like, it's a pure long boring story. <laughs> <laughs> I started right. off I started off writing um a book. That's how it all started. Right. And and it was like a funny novel. Oh. And I sent it into a competition at Harper Collins right. and they had, there was a bit of interest in right, it. I, mean, it, it I didn't it know this. It went nowhere. Right? right. So I was like, I'm not writing another book, that's too hard. Like <laughs> it's too long. I'll write a script. So uh-huh. I wrote a sitcom script. The comedy unit were like, Oh, this is good, blah blah blah. Same thing happened. Um. Never really went anywhere. And then I was like on Twitter and stuff, like tweeting, um just like funny tweets and that and I ended up getting like a daily record column through that. Aye, right. But right. see when I was doing that a lot of people, well, a lot of people, two people, said to me, <laughs> <laughs> um, "You write like a stand-up, uh-huh. like your columns." Yeah, and I think that planted a seed. Yeah, that right. And I better have investigated like, this because either I thought I'll, I would have, what would have been ideal for me was to write for a stand-up. Do you know what uh-huh. I mean? I can sell it. And, I, uh, but but you can't do that in this country, really. You no, can do that in America because because uh, there's enough there's enough money floating about aye. in your TV networks. I mean, we've got, there's about three pence. Exactly, <laughs> I know. There's no. not enough money for but, like. But your but, but your stand up. I mean, your stand up's brilliant. You know, and it's very very natural. And that's another form of laziness, though. It's because I can't have a persona. It's too much effort. But that's right. Well, that that's just my personal preference. Is that. Style here, a stand up, you know, here. because see if see somebody comes out with the clown shoes, like, Hi, Hi I'm the funny guy, <laughs> <laughs> you know, and you're like, Get you out my way. Do you know or what I mean? Somebody that's dead slick and polished, can't be bothered, that's even worse. Uh-huh. I think, not interested, especially if you do stand up. Uh-huh. I think if you're not doing stand up and you're watching something like that, you can be impressed, but like, if you if you know the kind of tricks they're pulling, uh-huh. well, that's it, just like, you know, that, nah, I know I, what you've done there, cheap. Yeah, right. <laughs> exactly. yeah. Wait, I, no, I like that that kind of warmth that it could be but at the bar having a boy though aye, do you know what aye, I mean that, that kind of easy I've been described as gossipy before but that's because you're a woman you I, I, like, you see, I, I, I quite liked it though no no it's not but that's it's, it's a gay men and, and women that are on stage of gossipy aye because just because because it's that it's like a it's a very that's a stereotype uh-huh. or something in it you know and it's it, it almost uh, well, it's just uh, it's like dismissing it uh, dismissing aye, it aye. Oh, it's gossipy it doesn't matter or dismissing yeah. my craft exactly yeah. they're no pay, you know that's it they're no but uh, uh, no no so anyway sorry I keep veering off track <laughs> sorry uh, I keep on interrupting so, no 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 I'm trying to remember right so I did the column and then I've got sick of writing that and I I didn't want to do it anymore, so I chucked it, uh, and which was quite. I needed the money, so it was quite like. Uh, but I was like, do you know what? Fuck it, because I just chucked it it's anyway. I'll, I'll go and do. I'll be a waitress again or something, and then I entered like fast and funny with the BBC. It's like the BBC writers room, uh-huh. and they put me through on this like scheme where you create online content, right? A uh, short online content for them. Funny stuff. Um, which they were. That was you and Rachel Jackson. Me and it? Rachel were on right. the same scheme. Stephen Buchanan was there and oh, all. Oh, see, yeah, I, I, I don't know. Ali Houston, who doesn't do comedy anymore, he's no. just pure, like, hates cabs. And <laughs> 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 um, <laughs> So, uh, <laughs> Ali Houston, who else is in it? Nathan Byrne. Uh, he's. Oh, yeah, he's I, 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 I,
all right, right. I'd have done well. Like, not it? everybody, but uh, like a lot of people have done all right. Uh, so anyway, I started acting in the sketches that I was writing because I couldn't afford to pay people to, to do that. Act uh, <laughs> and then I was like, there was one year where I'd went to the fringe, thinking I want to go to the fringe and do like an improv course, okay, uh-huh. just to get like my acting and stuff better. I, I thought there would have been like a million of them. There was no. nothing. There was only like a stand-up course. Right. So there was, I, I it was like a laughing, it might have been laughing horse. Laughing horse with uh, Hills Jago. Aye. Uh-huh. No, no, no. It wasn't Hills Jago. Was it not? Oh, Hills Jago runs. Uh, oh, no. Was it Laughing Horse? No, she's a muse moose. There you go. All oh, right. I don't uh, this is, know. This is a problem with these. It was like an Indian guy that was right, doing it. Anyway, I was like, do you know what? I'll just do that. Uh-huh. And then go for it. I did. So you had to just write five minutes. Because I was there anyway, so uh-huh. I was like, I need to do something, do you know what I mean, <laughs> to justify myself being here. I wrote five minutes of material and you went and done like a gig that you could not have failed it because it was like all set up for you to like have a good job. Okay, aye, aye. And actually I wrote out my whole set in red pen, got up on the stage and it was like red lighting. So you couldn't so see I it? Couldn't see it. <laughs> <laughs> so I think that's where my style, my haphazard style comes from. Because <laughs> it's like, fuck. <laughs> well, we'll just clutch. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so then after that, I didn't do it for like ages and ages and ages after that. And then I was like, um, I'm going to do it again because I wanted to get an agent. Yeah, just and to, I, so you could do the writing. I, somebody had says to me, if you can do stand-up writing and mere strings to your bow, yeah. you'll get an agent. So uh, I went to Dublin to do some gigs. That's how scared I was because I didn't want yeah, anybody to see, see me. Right, really? <laughs> That's quite extreme. Do you know what I mean? that, that is extreme going out. No, I, I don't Oh, you would I have went to Dublin, it was a thing called Cherry Pop, something about a cherry pop, it was cherry or something, it was <laughs> open mic night, and um, <laughs> it was actually a really well done one, right. it was something cherry, uh, and I went there, had a terrible gig, and I had booked a couple more, and I'm like, oh my god, so quickly realised that the last gig that I'd done was like, all set up for me to win, Right, aye, aye. Um, and then what? the next one was alright, and then the one after that was aye. good, so that just kept me... I, cause I, like, I remember because the first, like, my first gig was for, uh, was for the, the local paper that I worked for, right? Because it was Des Clark's local paper as well. Um, so me and Des had went to school together. So my boss, like, why don't you do stand up and write about it, right? That's so, so funny. So that's why I started doing stand up. Nothing, right? right? So I had no intent. But like that, of course. Because I'm in the local paper and I went away and bought my Hawaiian shirt because I'd seen Raymond Wells <laughs> wearing a Hawaiian shirt and I'd quite liked him. So I think, like, oh, right, so. So did you uh, know people in the scene then? So, uh, so I knew, I, knew I, was, I was pals with Des Clark and then, because he'd got the final, so you think you're funny. Right. And that was the preview piece. Oh, right. you know, local boy Des in the final. Right, so right. I saw, you know, reformer man, Scott Agnew's going to try and stand up. Right, 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 right. All that sort of cheesy nonsense. <laughs> but like that, I'd packed the place, like, obviously, folk I worked with and right. pals and all the That's rest of it. That's my worst nightmare. So, bad business supposed to, and it went, it went well. well. Yeah. I and then I went back, I went back the following Sunday, it was a Sunday night, it was in Bar 10, Mitchell Lane, used to oh, do an open mic night. Aye. I'd now tabac. Um, 
and like that, but there was there was nobody there that knew me, and I died spectacularly <laughs> in my hole. Right? <laughs> oh, right. no, I just I, and then and you're like, oh, all right. <laughs> so but, this is what it's but I already I'm like that. All right, I don't already get the bug, and you're like that, But I I kind of had a theory that if I had if I had sort of three deaths in a row, I'd give it up, right? right? And I always managed to only. <laughs> did, by the way, it didn't take much for me to chalk it up as a win. I wasn't storming them, but I'm like, well, there was one laugh, so that means <laughs> that there was one person. One person pity on me. <laughs> so that could win. That's not. A, so, but so I know that kind of at that when you're at that stage, Aye. but you're you know. You're building that consistency, uh, you know. But you've built yeah. it. You've built all that consistency now. I know? was just always like, right, I'll just keep doing it until and you're, you're something else takes over. <laughs> Nothing else ever took off, so I've just <laughs> got to keep doing it. <laughs> <laughs> well, that, well that, I, I get trapped for the exact same reasons. Yeah. I'm like that. Do you know what I'm going to get? So I, oh God, I had a mental break and then walked out of my house. I walked out of my job and sold my oh, house. Oh, you're starting to like I had a mental break. <laughs> I know, but I genuinely did. <laughs> <laughs> sold my house and all the rest. Of it, right? And I'm like, I'll make this stand up. So I was 25. I'm like, see if I've see see if I've if I've no made it by the time I'm 30, Aye. I'll just go back to journalism. Aye. But then. I don't know if you've noticed, but the newspaper industry is dying, Aye. right? Aye. <laughs> and there's no jobs, and like that. <laughs> well, I suppose I just do this, do, don't I? You know, um, either that or like go night for Buzzfeed or something. <laughs> well, that was it. Was the thing because I'm I'm like one of the I'm a kind of you're an, like a proper journalist. I'm an analog baby. Do you know what I mean? So like, Aye, so not yeah, only yeah, did yeah. The, the industry that I worked in die, it completely changed as well, and it's all online and cameras Aye. and all that. I'll shove that for a game. Comedies like that now as well, but I, so, um, well. I know that you've got um, obviously still people just doing straight stand up, but I just mere and mere and mere I keep seeing people with like projectors and like things like that in their shows with all bells and whistles and stuff. And uh, I'm just like, that, couldn't that, even imagine trying to do a show like no, that. It gives me the fear. Aye. It gives just me the fear. Just even putting pressing buttons and things mm. not working and when you're already talking. Aye. Uh-huh. Aye. I had one music cue at my last show, right? <laughs> and it still went wrong. That's it, do you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. One that. music cue. And I'm like, oh, see, that's what happens. You try and be adventurous, try and do something at your comfort zone. We'll have a wee music cue. Oh, I nah. know, one uh, music cue. <laughs> <but, but, laughs> just to walk on, do you know what I mean? No. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> it was my fault, but it was my fault. We're not blaming anybody else. You but. know, that's so funny. I remember one night I was in Monkey Barrel and it was just like a new material night, and Richard Gadd was oh, there yep, doing yep. stuff. You know, he's into all he's that ga- multimedia stuff, yep. right? And he, so, so he got on a stage and like it's it started to no work, but it was being funny. Uh-huh. And I was like, oh, this is a show. Like, you know how his shows are like that? Yes, uh-huh. you, you don't like, know what's I, real like, and what's not the real. The show's going to be that he kind of gets tech to work for the whole show. Sure, right. That's the show. <laughs> I'm like, that's fucking genius. That's brilliant. But then it turned out it was, ju- it was just that it was so <laughs> <laughs> I saw him outside after it. It was pure rage. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you got that? That was brilliant. I was like, fucking genius. <laughs> Can you win it twice? <laughs> <laughs> that's so meta, you know? So, so... In my head, all these things that were gone wrong, he had made them happen on purpose. Uh-huh, do you know what I mean? Uh-huh. So I'm like, how do you even keep up with that? How do you even do that? <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't even that uh-huh. at all. So, uh, 
We've rattled on and on. Right, we have a we have a festival fast five. Right, it's five right. very quick questions we're asking everybody. This that type I, of thing puts the fear of God. Does in it? Right, well, that's right. I, have you said that? Right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, they're, they're, they're Dead, I'm going to say something. <laughs> <'cause> <laughs> 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 the deepest, darkest. <laughs> <laughs> so, it's, it's, it's a festival fast five. It's as frivolous as fuck. fuck. <laughs> 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 well done, like, That's, that's not bad. <laughs> um, so, basically, the first one we're looking for your 60 second elevator pitch for your show. What, dregs? Oh, well, dregs or... Oh, no. Oh, my show. Oh, oh, no, 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 <laughs> the show at the comedy festival. Like elevator uh, pitch? I just thought it like oh, sitcoms. sitcoms. Oh, does it have to be 60 seconds? Oh, no. Right. Just, but, All right, okay. <laughs> <laughs> right, uh, so my show is a work in progress. It's Lons, 7pm. Um, and basically, it will just be me just uh, rambling about how I've got nothing to talk about for quite a lot of the time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I've managed to kind of find different wee funny angles on that. And I want a lot of glasses there and gay guys. <laughs> 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 like, I want, I want people who, like, like listening to that type of shit to come. I don't want it to be... Everybody come! I'm, I'm not in a position to be picky. <laughs> but, like... I'm like, do you see that Joanne McNally? Have you seen yes, her, right? Uh, I just feel like that's somebody that's really found their audience. But and I'm just like, come out and see me. Come, come like, and see me. No. Oh, you're, like, you're doing great. And, uh, uh, it's spot on. But that, um, I, that's my elevator pitch, just <laughs> moaning about how I, I, I can't. Moaning, first of all, telling you it's going to be a lot of shit. <laughs> 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 moaning about how nobody comes to see me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, <laughs> oh, this this is the most this is uh, putting everybody else's nose at a joint. This is the most I've laughed over the course oh, right. of the podcast. So, uh, oh, it's been it's been real fun. Right. So, uh, uh, so yes, so um, Susan's Susan's show is on the nineteenth of March at seven pm. Twentieth uh, of March. Sorry. No, it's all right. Like, usually I'll I don't do remember again. things like that. <laughs> <laughs> do you know it's because I turned the page? Oh, I've got another show to promote. Oh, what's another show? Right, so I've got my work in progress on the 20th of March at 7pm in Sloan's, uh -huh. right? But then I'm doing this other wee compilation show uh, in McCool's Bar. Um, that's where you're doing your I'm doing that because I'm on the same, same night. Lovely, lovely room. Great space. Like the nicest room ever. It just needs people to come. Uh -huh. Like that's all it needs. And it's a good traditional uh, good merchant city pub. Aye. It's a great boozer. It always Aye. has been. It's been know. there for years and it's like a music venue as well. So uh, it's quite a cool place aye. as well. Uh, anyway, so I'm doing a compilation show there on the 15th of March and it's me and three. Like, well, Kirsty Morrison, she's been oh, doing it for a while. Going for a while. Aye, aye, she's, she's been for longer than me. Aye, aye. But I think she quit it for a few years and then came back. Uh, so it's me, Kirsty Morrison, uh, two newer lassies called Amanda Dwyer, who's so funny, I love her, and Amanda, all the Amandas, Amanda uh, Hursey, Hursey, who's really funny I've as heard, well. I've heard great She's things. Back. We actually have a lot of the same, like, same stuff that we talk about in that. Um, anyway, and so it's called uh, Stephen Buchanan's part of the show as well and the reason there's only one guy is because usually it's the other way about but it's uh, usually like three boys and one last uh -huh. so we've flipped it Aye. and the show is called wait for it go on I'm so proud of this <laughs> now that film three men and a baby yes uh, uh, the show is called three women and a bobby <laughs> So, <laughs> it's like the three women and one and guy one guy Aye, Bobby. Stephen is the resident 
Bobby. No, it is. He's the token Bobby. The token Bobby. I'm just emceeing it, so <laughs> I like. Uh, but it's the three lassies will be doing stand up. I'm emceeing it, and Stephen's gonna do his thing as that's well. Brilliant. That's brilliant. So that see the poster; it's so creepy. Because <laughs> <laughs> I've superimposed Stephen's head to a baby's body. <laughs> oh, that's because like it's quite wee anyway. I, right. Do you know Stephen. what? Because you know the sequel, it was called Three Men and a, a Little Lady. lady uh-huh. Aye. So I was like, I should have called it Three Women and a Little Laddie. If I didn't ah, want to yeah. <laughs> A little. <laughs> Controversial, this. I preferred the sequel. Aye, so did I. I don't. And, uh, oh, aye. Aye. Actually, I'm surprised it got a sequel because I wasn't that impressed with the first one. I know the but first the one. Se- was, you're, you're completely right. And, and, and uh, Ted Danson playing the old vicar. I was just fabulous. And that woman who played yes. boarding school. Uh, Fiona Smith, I think. I, was, but I'm going to go back and watch that. I, you put me in the, I, <laughs> <laughs> right, uh, right, right, so we have uh, uh, well, two, uh, three more. Aye, aye. Uh, four go more, sorry, sorry. I'll try uh, and no said, ramble. No, it's all right, no, because I get, I get distracted <laughs> as well. It's, it's his job to edit it anyway. Aye, but it's a sin. That's a wee sin. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're looking. We're asking an update for the fa- your the favourite heckle you've either received or you've witnessed. Favourite heckle I've ever received. Oh, I just, you know, I've not had a lot of interesting heckles. Do you know? Here's a note. I think heckling, it's definitely, it's it's it's, it's on the it's on the decline. I think it's the way really? out. I think no. it's going the way of helmets. Do you mean? Do you not really? Right. I, should, I should have a heckler story though. No. That's a bit like. Oh, so, <laughs> see if you've no. It's all right. Doesn't matter. <laughs> I'll try it out. But I don't. I'll think you when I leave here about you. Aye, that's fine. That's all right. Don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> I've not got it. He sent us a voice note. We're <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, also. Obviously, it's the Glasgow Comedy Festival, so we're always looking for everybody's sort of favourite sort of Glasgow memory or sort of Glasgow story. Something, something that, that's just very typically Glaswegian. Oh God! You should have gave me this before. I know, but it was kind of part of the fun. Just so no, but like this is the thing. I can't eat see when people ask me. <laughs> My mind just goes blank. Right, hold on a minute. Glasgow, Glasgow. Yeah, fuck. I can't even anything. <laughs> Sorry. Well, we, we we can leave that. It's all right. We'll just. Right. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Um, somebody's visiting Glasgow. What must they see or do? Oh, do? everybody's going to say this, aren't they? What, what, Go and see the guy with the cone on his head. Oh, no, no. no, oh, no did they that? No, they said that. And I was going to put the cone on its head. Well, that, I, get arrested. Get arrested <laughs> if you put the cone on the head. Have you ever seen him putting a cone on that guy's head? I've never seen it. No, Neither but, have I. But it's, I mean, because there's, there's obviously... There's, cause somebody obviously... Is, they're quite vigilant, do you know what Aye. I mean? Because, like... I noticed that at Pride they put a rain. Somebody went up and put like a rainbow cone aye. on on his head. Aye, aye. Um, and you see, sort of Christmassy. Do you know what I mean? Like, aye. Like, so there's aye. people. So there's people out there just. And the thing is, I, seen. I, and I live in the town, and I'm. I like to investigate the night time. Aye. So do you know what I mean? So, <laughs> <laughs> so you try to tell us you're <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm, I'm cutting about at hours, right? And I've never. It, could you think I've you would never, think if you were thinking forty one years of life, Aye. you would have seen that Aye. at some point. We should get a, one of the cameras on. That's it, what like it needs. Twenty four hour camera. No, um, and that's quite high as well. I, I, oh, I see it's that, actually you mean. really really high. Because the plants. I mean, I'm six five, Aye. and the plants are good. I would say that must be about seven feet. Aye, and I'm going to assume whoever's the. I wonder if it's the same person all the time, <laughs> or it's like different people. Could you imagine if it was just the one guy? That's what I, in my he, head it is. And then he dies, and then just like that, 
What's it happened? Was Where's the cone? What's happened? <laughs> He's not like passed the baton to anybody. <laughs> <laughs> like trained them day before it. <laughs> no, you've got to go up this way. No, son, you're not doing it right. <laughs> That's actually a good skin. And you've got you've got to take the sand out the base of the cone because otherwise it's awful heavy to carry it up. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, so and this is a, this is a, just a what's what do you have a favourite joke? Everybody likes. To yeah. a, a joke to walk away with. Do you have a favourite joke? Either your own or somebody else's. I have got a favourite joke, but every person that I tell it to Disney think it's funny. <coughs> like, they're always pure, really. <laughs> and I've always loved this joke for years and years, so I'll just tell it. If you're built On it you up, go, I know. I know. It That's what, it's probably. It's probably <laughs> right. You might know it, actually. It's not. It's not. <laughs> what do you. Oh, no, wait a minute. I'm going to ruin it. Oh. What's pink and hard? I don't know. A pig with a flick knife. <laughs> that's all right. I <laughs> just think that's a brilliant image. I tell people that on Tinder. <laughs> Susan's currently available on Tinder. Because <laughs> like people go, oh, what's your favourite joke? Because like sometimes you'll tell them you're a stand up, and then I tell them that, and then it's like they've disappeared. <laughs> no, I don't. I pick my flick knife. I uh, I was on one of the dating apps, shall we say. Oh, so right. it was just one of these nights, right? I'd, the gig I was I'd went to, so I went away, travelled away. Was it Hamilton or something like that? Travelled right. all the way to Hamilton. Gig was cancelled. They wouldn't even give us a cancellation fee, so you oh came back God. with bugger all. I and I was skinting on. I was kind of waiting, and I'm like, I get into my own living room, right? Hi. I, and I thought well, I'm going to, you know, you know the, the best, the best nothing way. Else to do. Nothing else to do. Right. I'll, I'll throw myself into the arms of some random <laughs> stranger to console me, right? Um, but I was living in the town, and this was when the John Laws was on Glasswood Street in Aye. Glasgow City Centre. So I put on, <laughs> put on the, the grinder, right? The Aye. day to get. I was going to say, start with a jean and <laughs> Put on the grinder, and this guy goes, "Oh, are you on at John Laws? You're awful close." And I'm like. No, I'm in my house, and he goes, "Thank fuck, I hate you." I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> if, I'd, if I'd known you, if, if, if you were on it, I walked out, and I'm like that. This just right. Like, so not only did the gig like not happen, happen and you feel deflated, I'm getting heckled in my getting... in my own living room. Do you know what heckled in your living room. <laughs> oh, thanks. Dying <laughs> on your ass in your living room. I'm in the living room. <laughs> Brilliant. So, See, uh, you were before your time, like Zoom. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's, 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 it's brutal. I hate the dating apps, but it's the only way. Well, I'm, I'm off them. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, uh, and uh, folks, thank you for listening, and a big, big thank you to Susan Riddle. Thanks for having uh, her, uh, You can see her at Sloan's Bar on March 20th at 7 o'clock, and you can also see her uh, on the 15th of March hosting at McCule's uh, with a, a, a smorgasbord <laughs> of fabulous female talent. There we go. Uh, and and Stephen McCarran. So, <laughs> uh, so you can get your tickets for the Glasgow Comedy Festival on all the W's, glasgowcomedyfestival.com. Thank you very much. Thanks, Scott. That was good fun. No, was, Thank you. Was, I really enjoyed that. <laughs> 
thank you to Susan Riddle for that fabulous little blether. Now it is time for our Festival Fast Fives. Today we are hearing from Bruce Devlin and Jojo Sutherland, whose show Be Honest is at the Stand Comedy Club on Sunday, March the 13th at 2pm. And then we'll be hearing from Stephen Halkett, who'll be telling us about his, his kids' show, Save the Planet. That's at Stand Comedy Club, Saturday and Sunday, the 26th and 27th of March at 3pm. All tickets are available at www.glasgowcomedyfestival.com. You can also get more information on our socials at Glasgow Comedy. That's on the Twitter and the Instagram. And enjoy our festival Fast Fives. I'm Bruce Devlin, and the show that I am debuting at the Glasgow International Comedy Festival with my good comedy colleague and friend Jojo Sutherland is our podcast, Be Honest, where we hopefully are. Now, this is the first live show that we've done, so you can expect a fly-by-the-seat-of-your-pants through the world of candor. Because we don't hold back and we don't pull punches. Now, we do have a couple of guests confirmed and some surprises to come. So we have Magari Fury, who was a dominatrix. Is she a dominatrix? But she's a power coach. So that will be interesting. We also have television legend, weather woman, in the form of one Judith Ralston, who's always good for a showbiz anecdote. There will be surprises, there will be laughs, there will be tears. Come along. My favourite Glasgow memory usually involves me not being able to remember because I've had such a good time. Um, so I don't remember some of my best times in Glasgow because they were usually drunk fueled with uh, comics after a Glasgow Comedy Festival show. My favourite Glasgow comedy festival memory would be the night that Johnny Vegas performed from a wheelie bin on the stage in the stand in Glasgow. I think the favourite heckle that I ever received was in the State Bar in Glasgow where I was having the most horrendous gig. And by horrendous, I mean not a single person was laughing. And after two minutes but felt like a fortnight somebody this voice just came from the dark and said is she still talking i wasn't after that i stopped and ran away oh still makes me feel sick best heckler interaction i ever had was when i was on stage at the stand in glasgow and i had merely mentioned that there seemed to be so many more slang terms for gay men than there were gay women and someone shouted out oi have you thought about skirt lifters which I very much enjoyed. I think one of my favourite jokes is from Kevin Bridges when he talks about when a gun goes off in Edinburgh. The difference between Edinburgh and Glasgow when a gun goes off in Edinburgh, you know it's one o'clock. <laughs> I like it. Not because it deems Edinburgh to be better than Glasgow, because it doesn't, but it does just show the colourful difference in nature between the two cities. People should, of course, come and see the live showing of Be Honest with myself and Jojo Sutherland. Also, if you're peckish, I cannot recommend the Blue Lagoon chip shop underneath the arches highly enough. Something to recommend in Glasgow that I've heard about, which I personally wouldn't do because it involves exercise, but there is something called I Run, A-Y-E, Run, 
where you can join a running club and visit all the tourist sites in Glasgow. That does sound fun. I'd rather do it on a bus. Hello, I'm Stephen Halkett. I'll be doing my kids' show, Save the Planet, at this year's Glasgow International Comedy Festival. Save the Planet is on at the Stand Comedy Club, the wonderful Stand Comedy Club in Glasgow, eh, at 3pm. It's a one-hour-long show, suitable for kids aged five years plus. Um, highly interactive, full of fun games, a whole lot of nonsense, all centred around the theme of looking after and saving our wonderful planet. So it's kind of fun and games, but with a very, very important message. Oh, and there will be prizes, numerous, numerous prizes, uh, including special Save the Planet medals to look forward to. Uh, one of my favourite things in the show is we will attempt, live on stage, to make a light bulb light using wind energy. That's the theme that we know as renewable energy. So get your tickets from the Stand Comedy Club website and I will see you there. So, on to the next questions. My favourite heckle. Hmm, interesting. Well, let's stick with the theme of kids' comedy. Do you remember the beast from the east? The terrible weather we had some years ago. And everybody was indoors, stuck indoors for days on end because the weather was, quite frankly, horrendous. Well, we held a kids' comedy show immediately after that when the weather improved and these kids arrived. Again, it was at the Stand Comedy Club, interestingly enough. And the energy in the room was Phenomenal. These kids had been kept indoors for days on end and they were high as kites and full of sugar and all sorts of sweets and drinks and so on and so on. So I was a closing act, but the fellow on before me, who I will not name here, but the fellow on before me, my goodness, they were wild. They were running wild to the extent that the actual compere had to go on and help him main main maintain control. So, so just this wee girl, this wee girl, she must have been seven, eight years old, uh, fully dressed as a princess unicorn. She stood up and pointed and screamed. You've lost the room for <laughs> brilliant a heckle from a unicorn, seven years old, and I, I was quite frankly terrified to go on. But anyway, it was it was great fun and all went well. So that's my favourite heckle, favourite joke, tricky one, tricky one. Uh, recently, uh, I was part of a judging panel, a joke competition in a primary school. So we had to judge the jokes on their presentation, their confidence, their communication, their microphone technique, their eye contact, blah blah blah, their timing of. Of course. So here is a joke that won. This wee boy was in primary four and here's his joke. So I'm walking by a, a, a field in the summertime and there's cows in the field. How do you know which cow is on holiday? The one with a wee calf. <laughs> the one with the wee calf, real Glaswegian slang. Like I'm, I'm off to Benidorm because I've got, I've got, I've got a wee calf, my work. So that was the one who won P4. Fantastic, well done, wee man. Top joke. Now my favourite Glasgow memory. Oh well, 
tough, tough, tough. Uh, it has to be, well, there's, there's many memories, but one of them is playing my first ever time at the Glasgow Stand Comedy Club. Now, that iconic venue, oh my goodness, I was so nervous to play this famous, famous club, but what a buzz. I was in the back room, the green room as they call it, and they had the wee corridor with a curtain leading on the stage. Oh, I'll tell you, I was pacing up and doing that wee corridor on the stage. Loved it, loved it. We call it the Rolls Royce of Comedy Club. So that's one of my favourite Glasgow memories, playing my first ever gig at the Stand Comedy Club. Um, somewhere, finally, my number five question, somewhere to visit in Glasgow, it has to be the Tall Ship. The Tall Ship, I do a lot of gigs on board the Tall Ship. The Tall Ship, known as the Glenlee, called the Glenlee official name, is berthed on the Clyde behind the Transport Museum. It is 125 years old this year. It is well worth a visit, free of charge, but we do encourage you to make a wee donation. It's a floating museum. You can tour all around the ship, uh, go, go on deck, you can scrub the decks, you can go below the tween deck. You can then go to the bottom one, the cargo holding, and you're actually below the water of the Clyde, the Clyde level water. Um, there's a cafe on board, beautiful scones and beautiful lattes, and there's also a gift shop. So I would highly recommend, dear people, a trip to the tall ship when you're here for the Glasgow International Comedy Festival. So I will sign off. See you at the Saver Planet, March 26th and 27th. Take care, everybody. That brings to conclusion another official Glasgow International Comedy Festival podcast sponsored by Sparkling Studios. Please join me in thanking our guests today, Susan Riddle, Bruce Devlin and Jojo Sutherland and Mr Stephen Halkett. Remember, you can get your tickets at all the W's, glasgowcomedyfestival.com and follow us on the socials at Glasgow Comedy on Instagram and Twitter. It's been an absolute delight. Once again, I've been Scott Agnew.